Welcome to Hamstrings and Heartstrings, where running is great. Except when it's not. I'm Ellie. And I'm Chris. But your pace of mine today, Chris. Y- yours, Ellie. We did mine last week and I haven't had time to recover. So. <laughs> well, I actually have uh, um, my own. I, I, can't, I found out what my own, uh, my favorite Disney movie is. And mine actually is Disney and Pixar. So here we are. The best Disney movie, Monsters, Inc. You know what? Monsters, Inc. didn't make my modern ones. And I don't know why. I love that movie. It's hilarious. Billy Crystal and John Goodman. Hilarious. Mike Wazowski. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. I, I... Uh, and this is the thing, right? We could do this again, and I would have three different modern favorites. That's good. That's good. That's our intro to the show. That movie probably came out when you were like a kid, right? Yes. <laughs> so, fun fact, my sister and I, we still want to, but I don't know when it's going to happen. We want to run the Disney Princess half together, and we keep thinking of costumes where we want to match. So... um one of them was Ariel and Ursula. Another one was Peter Pan and his shadow. And then another one was going to be, I was going to be um, Sully and she was going to be Boo and she was going to chase me like Kitty. <laughs> and then for the Peter Pan one, I was going to be Peter and she was going to have to be the shadow. And she knew And sometimes when we come up with those and she's like, I have to be this, don't I? And I'm like, yes, you do. <laughs> That's good. Um, we also thought of doing Slinky Dog. So she, she's like, would I have to be the butt? And I was like, well, yeah, unless you want to run faster than me. See, that's the thing. It would be really hard to be, in, in a, to be your shadow or to be in a costume with you. That'd be difficult. You'd move pretty fast. Pretty fast. It'd be a really long Slinky. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> other people get all tangled up in it and stuff. I know, it'd be great. My second appearance in Wonder World. So all right, so that's your number one of all times. Um what else you got? You got any so, more? I mean, I like that one is probably like it's gotta be number one. Nemo is probably number two. And then I really like Brother Bear and then like the road to El Dorado and, um, oh, what's that other one? Atlantis. And I'm not sure if those are Disney. Atlanta? Well, I know Brother Bear is. I know Brother Bear is, but I don't know if Atlantis, Atlanta, this is. Atlantis. Atlantis. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. It's gotta be, right? Everything's Disney. Everything. Yeah, it's um, like follow the money. Eventually, you get back to Walt Disney. But I really like those three. Wow! I don't like Brother Bear is hilarious. Like when the moose are sitting on the back of the buffalo and they're like, "Let's play I Spy." I Spy. It's a green tree. Yeah. <laughs> or it's a tall tree. Oh, how do you know? It's so funny. <laughs> the moose are the best part. And then El Dorado. That's just great. Like, it's really funny. I don't know. It just hits me at the right point. And then Atlantis was just really pretty. Like, I liked all, everything. All the um, the artwork in that was really good. You keep saying, when you say Atlantis, I keep thinking of Hercules. 
No, Atlantis lost empire. Yeah, yeah. It's just Hercules is um, shadowing. It's coming in my brain. I can't. I can't see Atlantis. I can only see Hercules. Hercules. I like that too. I I sing the song Zero to Hero in my brain a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are full up on Disney content for these last two weeks, so that's pretty good. Pretty good. I should run a poll on Instagram, like what's the best Disney movie? Well, my kids have been rocking Ducktales on Disney Plus. That is. <laughs> That is my son's jam. He is like, your cartoons were so much better. So, you know, we watched a Disney movie, um, you know, um, uh, the one where they go to uh, find the genie. So that was pretty great. Um, so anyways, yeah, they're way into DuckTales right now. My son is way into DuckTales. And uh, it's fun, you know, going in the way back machine. So hooray yeah, for the, hooray they for might- Disney Plus during these trying times. They might like um, Goof Troop. Yeah. um, My son, we tried to watch the Goofy movie a few times, and it's too, my kids call it cringy. You know, that's what the young kids are calling things these days that tug on their emotions. It's too cringy. (laughs) And, you know, the Goof Troop is a father and a son and how they bond and how this son wants nothing to do with the dad and then the dad's like you know unconditional loving of the son and then they all get and he's like it's too cringy Mm. so you know that that's an example of where i actually like the sequel better an extremely goofy movie i like that one better because they're like skateboarding training to the x games yeah Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) oh boy disney content let's go all right welcome Yep. All right. So, uh, how's you running, Ellie? What you doing these days? Um, well, today, um, Amelia and I, we wanted to, we are like our shoot for the moon was going to be like a 50 K, but we were fine with like anything. We just wanted to spend a long time outside. And so our plan was to do the Cuba trails course, like one loop or so of the course. Uh, well, we, I got lost and, um, so we were, we did like the first eight miles ish and then Ian is taking video for the trails collective and he's like, Oh, I have this idea. I'm going to run like a half mile ahead and then you guys can just like rip it down the hill and he can take a video. And I was like, all right, we, we, we were, um, we, we played into it because I, we, Amelia and I really just wanted this to be like really chill, like half hiking, half walk, like just to talk and stuff. But it was, it didn't, wasn't that. And, um, so we start doing that. And then all of a sudden Amelia's ahead of me and Ian and they're going. And all of a sudden I look up and I took the wrong trail. I don't know how this happened. And I ended up on a service road and then on the road and I was suddenly on Route 13, the highway, and I was just like, well, I know they're eventually going to get to Buttermilk. So I just ran three miles from where I was on 13 to Buttermilk Falls, thinking, like, they're going to be there soon. But, you know, it takes me a lot less time to run on a road than it took that would take them to run on a trail in, Butter- in the park. So I get to Buttermilk, and... I'm convinced that like I'm late and I'm going to like miss them because I, and, 
so I get there and of course, like none of them are there. There are other people. And so I have a couple snacks and then I'm like, all right, I'm just going to run back to Treeman on the road to get to my car. So I start running back to Treeman and then I see Ian and Brian, another guy that came in Ian's car and then Ian like swerves over, picks me up and we go back to Treeman. Amelia and Scotty had like double backed under the underpass to like go and see. And Amelia's convinced that I've fallen off a cliff and I'm dying. And, um, and then they finally get back and then all the other people, it was basically me and Amelia and then a bunch of like 40 year old men and all the 40 year old men after like ripping it in the morning and when Amelia and I just wanted to nicely jog and talk, they're like, we're done. And Amelia and I were like, what, what happened here? And so then we decided to go run nice and easy and we ended up with 20 miles. And so I, what I take from that is I tried to run on a trail, but I just ended up at a road and that's just where I'm supposed to be. So here we are. I think water, water flows to its natural state, huh? Yeah. Um, so I, if I understand correctly, mile eight of the Cayuga Trails course is actually Lickbrook, isn't it? I don't know because, well, another thing is like Ian led us on these things that weren't really trails. And Amelia even was like, I have no clue where we are. Like it was just, and then we get down it, we get down at one point and Amelia was like, well, Ian, I've never like ran there before. He's like, yeah, most people haven't. And we're like, so it wasn't really a trail. And I, I mean, I have to be honest audience. I have not run on a trail since the first 16 miles of JFK back in November. So this was like supposed to be like a very nice introduction where Amelia and Ellie just want to spend time together outside. And it turned into like, just one of those, like we call it's notorious here in Ithaca. We just call them, Oh, it's an Ian run where you don't know where you're going. And it's not always like the safest or like an Ellie trail or even like a trail that will like, you know, an introductory trail or something. No. So that was fun um, for the, and then we just, it was an interesting morning and then we ended up like just running some flat stuff. And so it was still okay, but it was just very interesting, you know, complete with off-road Ian trails, um, 40 year old age groupers and Ellie getting lost and going back to the road. And yeah, it was good. <laughs> How about you? How was your run? Sounds like a really great adventure. Well, actually, you are a hundred mile man for May, so let's talk about this. Let's watch how we throw around that term, hundred mile man. Um, so yeah, I have not expanded my social running circle quite yet. Um, still just uh me and and Garth doing our little social distance thing once a week on the weekends and. Uh, Today, um, I started the day with uh, 94.7 miles in May. So I was like, well, we're doing 5.31 miles and not a step more. <laughs> I, you know, I'm not a numbers person, but when I was coming near 100 this month, I kind of looked back and I was like, I haven't done 100 miles in a month since 
since July of 2018. And even in October of 2018, I did 62 miles at Oil Creek and still didn't get to 100 in the month of October. So... <laughs> What the hell, Chris? <laughs> so, How? I'm not sure. I did 62 miles in one day, and I think I went ahead 65 for the month. So, oh my god. Um. So, anyways, it was more of a sort of a little bit of a marker to kind of go, "Hey, I got one of these now." And you know, I mean, 25 miles a week is it's it's good, right? It's a good, reasonable base. I think. Maybe a, a while back, you had asked me about a training plan, and I said, I don't think you should do a training plan unless you're at about 20 to 25 miles a week. And I think the main reason is because of consistency. And so that's really what this sort of means is like, hey, I was consistent for a month. Hooray. <laughs> you know, like it takes, it takes 28 days or some other weird scientific number to make a habit. And maybe I'm sort of back on that habit again, but geez, it's been way too long since I've had a hundred miles in a month <laughs> too long. So, uh, I did that. I did a little six miler today. We kind of ran around the trails. Um, a beautiful day for trails. Uh, beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, nice little breeze. Like 60 degrees. Yep beautiful a few little cotton puff clouds in the sky it was perfection if this was not like down week you know recovery week um i probably could have went for three or four hours out there today it's pretty great so another thing i didn't mention is that so i don't like running in huge groups like I like one, maybe two other people. I'm just not that good running in a huge group. It sort of gives me anxiety. Um, Amelia and I thought it was just going to be us two and maybe Ian for like a little. We weren't ready for like a group of people. Like I haven't ran with anybody since Amelia, except for Amelia since like the quarantine backyard ultra. And so that was also another strange thing. Like I, tr I mean, and I tried to like, make the best of things, but I just wasn't expecting like Ian to invite his running group. <laughs> and so that was just like, uh, also these men have been running on trails. Like that's all they run on. They don't run on the road. And Amelia has been biking, not really running. So like, that's why she and I were kind of compatible. Cause like I haven't run on trails in forever. She hasn't been running that much. So we were like, we're just going to have a nice day. And it was still nice. It was just a little bit like, we're definitely slowing them down. But then we were just like, we hope they don't wait for us. And they <laughs> kept waiting for us. And we're like, keep going. <laughs> I mean, it was one of those kind of things. And then also, it was hard for us to talk. Because like, I don't know, Amelia and I talk about things that we know about each other. And so when, when there was just like a group of men waiting for us around the corner, we were like, don't you guys want to go? I don't know. <laughs> don't you have better things to do, fellas? Yeah, it was, but it was fine. And then we ended up having like a, and we had a fine time too. It's just like, I really, when I don't know there's going to be a group and I think it's just going to be one other person. Like sometimes with group running, I have to mentally prepare myself mm -hmm. and I just wasn't mentally prepared, but it's okay. Cause you know, just extra snacks. 
Kelly <laughs> happy. So, yeah. and you and you found a way to get yourself some road miles, which is nice. I did, I did. Yeah, and this was accidental. It wasn't even like peace. I'm taking the road. Like I did a muddy sneaker. Uh, this was just like Ellie went on the service road, and she has to get back to the park. Well, I've been doing lots of roads out my house to just get the miles, and each time I get to the trails. I am reminded of how many road miles I'm doing. So I can understand if you're trying to cruise around Buttermilk and Treeman with some 40-year-old age groupers when you expect a leisurely Sunday run, I can expect how that might put you out a little bit. (laughs) I mean, it was still fine because, like, I like Scotty and Brian and Jim and Jed, and Mm -hmm. I sometimes even like Ian every once in a while. Yeah, but you got to be ready. I got to be ready for the men. Especially for a run with Ian, you got to get mentally prepared for Oh, my God, yeah. Like, oh, man. See, this is why he never wants to come on my turf on the roads, because he drops me like a fly on the trail. But I think think he knows Uh once you get an Ellie's turf, that's where where you're going to go down. Well, then also, I sometimes feel like, and I shouldn't feel like this, it's more my imposter syndrome. Uh, I feel like I'm on stage a little bit sometimes when it's, people that I don't know super well, but I do know them, but I mostly know them because I've won races. So that's what they know about me. Whereas like Amelia, she's seen like everything like, you know, and so I don't really care that much or it's like my training group, but sometimes I feel a little bit like I'm on stage, even though I'm not, but people are like watching me. And so it's like, Oh, this person is running. Like, you know, 10 minute miles when, Oh, I thought she was good. And I'm like, I I don't know what to tell you guys. I mean, this is what I call, this is what today was supposed to be. So you're intruding on my territory. Yeah. You know what? I think, I think you got a, mm, mm, mm. You're, you're not wearing a number. There's no starting gun. And, and we always say like, you know, we uh, like running with everybody, you know, Fast people always yeah. say, I can run with anyone. I, I don't like when I ask somebody to go for a run and they think I'm going to run fast and they need to run fast. Like, so, you know, do your thing. You know, if it's you and Amelia, you could, you could have been like, listen, Ian, come here, come here. Let me tell you something. Larry. Let me tell you. Probably not. I don't think it would have worked, but <laughs> no, it wouldn't have. He would have been like, he would have made some comment that yeah. just like he he knows what to yeah. say to just like get yeah. me to do what the hell it, he wants. It wouldn't have worked. I know. I was just, I was trying to, I was trying to give you, I was trying to give you some, uh, I don't know. I was trying to trying to sponsor your reluctance or something. I was trying to do. I don't know. <laughs> it's good for me, and I know like all the like weird situations or like awkward situations that Ian puts me in sometimes I know it's good for me and it's like very developmentally like it's helping me grow but also sometimes I'm just like god damn it I just wanted to eat snacks with Amelia while we jog yeah that's fine you know ah well I'm glad that you had an adventure today you know I did. And then, ba-ba-da-da, I started packing because I'm moving. Yay! How very exciting. The next time you record, you will be in my recording studio. Your recording studio. (laughs) Ellie's moving on up. All those Patreon dollars are cashing in right now. Yeah, dollars. Penthouse suite. Yeah, well, so it's the second story of a house 
I'm sharing it with one other woman and she's great. And compared to where I am now, like my bedroom in this new place is bigger than my whole apartment right now. And I don't know what I'm going to do with all that space, but I know that when I get home from a run, there are wooden cold floors and I can lay on those floors in my filth and it will be cool rather than the rug that I'm standing on right now. That is not very comfortable when I get home from a run. <laughs> Harry Potter's coming out from under the stairs, <laughs> is he? <laughs> yeah. I love magic. It's very exciting. And I have my own private entrance so that when I leave at six in the morning to go for a run and then come back, I don't, and it's like right connected to the kitchen. So I don't even need to bother Paige. I can come back from my run, get everything clean and stuff, make breakfast and not even bother her. I am so pumped. This is exciting times for you, Allie. Yeah. You know what we could do for the Patreon page? I could do a house tour. (laughs) (laughs) This is how the slum dog millionaire lives. That's exciting. Um, I'm happy for you. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, yeah, it, it seems like, I mean, although I do like that little um, little event that's always been over your little shoulder this whole time. It's very cute. I guess now it won't be there anymore, you know. So that's, that's where the little people live in the walls. Have you ever seen that movie? Oh, this is another one you should have your kids watch. It's The Borrowers. I've not watched The Borrowers. I thought you were going to say Indian in the Cupboard. That sounds that sounds better. <laughs> no, that's a good one, too. When Indy fights the mouse, it gets me every time. But, um, no, The Borrowers are little people that live in the walls. And then they have, like, little villages in the walls, and they watch the big people who live in the apartments. And so that's where I say that my um, the little people are living up there in that vent. It's a very cute little vent. Mm-hmm. I could install one just behind me. Just to make a sticker. In I, my studio. I, I, so we'll, we'll um, you know, we'll get you this pattern and you can just make a sticker and put it in your new studio. Yeah. <laughs> Soundproof. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, sounds like good running this week. Good running. I mean, I know, I know for you, you're ripping off 10 miles a week, uh, uh, 10 miles a day. So, uh, you know, you got 50 to 70 mile weeks, but you know, I got a hundred mile day and a hundred, geez, days and months and weeks. They're all blending. Yeah. hundred mile man. Yeah. So I got a hundred mile month. Um, and you, and I've done more miles on trails than you have this month. I know. So I got that going for me. It's okay. You you're fast on trails anyways even if you're not trying. So that's great. You just keep doing that stuff. Just go do your thing. I you know, I was talking to Scotty about this that I thought that this spring was going to be a lot of ultra trail running and I really only live like a mile or two from Buttermilk, like from my door I can run there in 2 miles. But the thing is, is like running on the roads right now is really feeling good. And I like doing workouts. Like I ripped a pretty good workout yesterday. And so as long as it's feeling good, that's just what I want to do. Well, and you know what? There's no cars. There's no cars on the roads right now, right? Like less cars on the road, right? So 
it might be a good time for you to get in all those ripping road miles on the, I mean, here's the thing. Even if you're running on the roads, Ithaca is not flat. So you're still doing, you're still doing hill work on those roads. You're just not doing trails, you know? So. Yeah. I'm, I really only stay flat on Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, Tuesday and Saturday are workouts. We say flat Friday because we're preparing for the Saturday workout. Yeah, yeah. I I'm gonna look at uh, I'm gonna look at maybe throwing in a workout per week for the month of June, maybe. So what does that look like for you? A workout. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I can do the kind of same workouts that you do. I just don't do them as fast. But yeah. Um, so, but right now, what I would be looking at is. Probably something like two miles to the track for warm ups and maybe like uh eight four hundreds with rest in between and then two miles home. You know, so you get like a, a six mile six mile workout with, you know, two miles of four hundreds in there with a couple minutes of, of rest in between. So that would be probably where I would look at as a fast, uh, a beginning fast workout. And then I would probably move to something like, um, you know, start moving up the number of 400s and then start introducing a few 800s on other weeks, you know, but looking at something like six, six to eight miles total with, with the fact that I'm two miles away from the track, I got to, consider that or I got to drive the two miles to the track which kind of sucks so no that's a perfect warm-up yeah so I got to just remember that I have four miles you know two there and two back that are warm-up and between probably for initially two miles of track workout moving up to maybe a total of four miles of track workout you know that's a lot of work well when you're when you're talking about 800s if you do uh, four eight hundreds, right? You're at two miles. So yeah. So two there, um, four eight hundreds, and two back. That's six miles. You know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's a lot. Like so, an example of a workout that when my team and I are like just getting back is like twenty minutes of warm up, and then one minute hard, one minute easy times ten, and that's it. So it's. 10 minutes of work. So, and then it's also effort based. It's not like a distance. So it's a lot like it's more forgiving, especially if you're a numbers person or, you know, and also it's more forgiving just in case you're tired that day or something like effort based stuff. So I'm just like, that's, I mean like eight by 400 is like pretty stout for a first workout. Well, I don't know that that'd be the first one. I, I'm saying like if I were to get into it, that's that's a workout that I know that I do. Now, I'm not doing a 400 in, say, 120, right? My 400 <laughs> is probably more like 140, you know, so that's a little bit different. Um, but I, I But still, it's like a lot of it's a lot of work when you haven't been doing it. Mm-hmm. So like that's even more like work than like we would be doing if we did the 400, like doing one minute on that's like what you make it the effort. So yeah. it's still like a same amount of effort, but it's just like, you know, 
I don't know. I, I, I'm not a coach, so I'm just, well, neither am I'm, I. I'm just, you know, throwing out ideas. No, neither am I. And that's what I'm saying. Like for me, it's more like, yeah, where, where am I even, you know, like 10 minutes on might be actually what I need. You know, maybe that's what I should try to do next week. Then I got to like, the, the the reason I say 400s is because I know I started at this part of the track and I ran to this part of the track, right? And then gotcha. I, don't, I don't have to look at stuff. I don't have to mess around with timers on the watch, but I can do all that stuff. Um, for me, uh, most likely what's going to happen is I'm going to run to the track and I'm going to do a few laps and I'm going to be like, whew, I should run home now so that I'm not sitting on the side of the road. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Or you see, but like with doing like one minute on, one minute off, you can do like it closer to your house. Mm-hmm. And also, I think it prime helps prime your body. Like, what if your body's not ready for a hundred one minute and forty seconds of hard work, but it can do a minute? Maybe we'll have to see. I don't know. My <laughs> brain is simple, and it's like, oh, I haven't been doing this in a while, so I think I can work hard for a minute. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? You know, we'll we'll see. You know, I guess, I guess episode 15 will uncover what I managed to do next week. (sighs) Yeah, it's got me exhausted even just thinking about it. I've really gotten into uh, just getting on the shoes and running out the door. It's been good. But I would like to see in general just sort of, you know, where, where I'm at in terms of. So right now, like over the last month and a half, I have dipped down from like my... I'm going for a run pace being like a 9.30 to I'm going for a run pace being like an 8.45, you know. That's just, like 30 seconds a mile in like less than a month. That's yeah, insane. Well, because, well, you, you got to think of where, where I was and where I've been and where I'm coming and where I'm going, right? Like, yeah. You've been I, in Rochester. No, but I'm thinking it's, it's really about, I know. it's really about knocking the dust off, right? That's more what it is. Um, but it's been good. Right. And so now maybe we'll see what, you know, what it's like, um, to just go out and run hard for one session. It'll be terrible. I'll probably, uh, taste that familiar copper taste in, in my bottom front teeth. That's what I get when Not I run. If you only do a minute. That's what I get when I run hard. Do you get that? Do you get the copper taste in the bottom of your teeth? Probably not. Cause you're fit and stuff. No, I do. But uh, it's usually when a race or I'm running above my fitness level. So I shouldn't be running that fast. Like there are workouts where you go to the well and then there are workouts where you are running to get faster for like fitter, not to run as hard as you can. So usually if I'm tasting that, that means that I'm running above my fitness level and I am running too fast. Yeah, yeah, that's usually, workout. that's usually when I'm tasting it too. So on most days, no kidding, <laughs> kidding, kidding, getting out of bed. Yeah, right. Ooh, ooh. Uh, no, it's good. It's all, it's all good. Um, I don't know we chewed up a lot of time here now, Ellie. All of a sudden, we haven't been looking at our stop clocks here. Um, well, are time to transition? Well, we got it. One oh. transition. So we had a follow up. We had we had some homework for. Uh, Mr. Uh, Jonathan Ho, who was our new Patreon subscriber, and he was um, uh, sort of unknown to us and anonymous. So we told yeah. him we told him to follow up with us and tell us about himself. And so and he did his homework. He did. 
Isn't it amazing? Our listeners, I like him. Our listeners are so good. So they good. They are. Okay. So uh, what Jonathan said was, uh, Jonathan said, first off, he, he works for Peloton. Um, so nothing that, he, nothing that he says represents Peloton at all. He's just a peon in Peloton, and he's just a him. So, But I thought it was neat because part of what his story is is about, you know, Peloton. Uh, so he took a 10-year break from running until last October. So he's been out for a while. Um, and the last time he really ran competitively was in high school. But he uh, rediscovered his love for running last year when he uh, attended a Peloton class with some coworkers. And um, two of the instructors were gearing up for the New York City Marathon and sort of their enthusiasm for running was like, infectious and uh so he started uh running and he a friend turned him on to tracksmith and then he was watching the um olympic trial on tracksmith social media and found miss ellie pell all decked out in tracksmith gear and uh, i look pretty legit in that i gotta say i like i can go shoot my own horn but rudy shoot too i look (laughs) <laughs> and then and then luckily you were on two culture segments where he also saw you so he's he uh you know he he has been exposed to the to the Ellie Pell and uh by way of that he has heard some uh, hamstrings and heartstrings and uh so there you go um he's been exposed but there are no tests so you don't know if you got it <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> There's, there's no, uh, the <laughs> contract, contact tracing is buzzing red right now. Uh, but, That's actually what Nick said today. He's like Capri and his, his, so Nick and Capri are like, um, they're two of my new friends and, um, they were like, we saw you and you were weird. We're weird. So we kind of liked it. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Victory. Yeah. There you go. Uh, and so, yeah, What's Nick. Cool? So Nick is also a uh, a Patreon supporter. So you got that. Looks like we got weird people. Um, and so now Jonathan says he is uh, full on addicted to running again, for better or for worse. You know. So there you go. Um, well, great. And his uh, his Instagram is at j h o o o nine one seven j who. Uh, oh, I like it. <laughs> and uh, you can find him on Strava, too, at Jonathan Ho. So there you go. That's all about Jonathan. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Peloton. Man. That's I know. A, that's, that's some fancy. serious. That's some serious stuff, that Peloton, man. They get some... I keep forgetting they have, like, Peloton treadmills and stuff. Like, uh, those, you know, the, I have this idea for Peloton archery, <laughs> and you can, like, pick your <laughs> pick your target. <laughs> you could split Robin's arrow and twine. <laughs> yes. But no, I mean those real Peloton folks, man, they get a sweat going. Whew. Whew. Yeah. You gotta have like a tray on your floor or something. <laughs> in these times, like so I my bike is still on a trainer in my apartment and uh the, a couple of days when I was doing my easy spin, oh I like I couldn't go slow enough. I was still sweating buckets. I was like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay so 
Let's go. Let's uh, let's make the move. All right. Do you want to start or do you want me to start? I made some banging nachos today. Banging. Yeah. Yep. So explain so, to me. Well, so for those of us that followed us on our little plant-based initial journey on this, I've I've deviated mildly. I have some eggs here and there, and I have some cheese here and there. Uh, but that's it. But these nachos do contain cheese. So, uh, but Vermont's finest. <clears throat> it's queso. <laughs> no, this is cheese. <laughs> this is Vermont's finest extra sharp cheddar. Oh, the best. Cabot's extra, extra sharp. sharp. So, um, yeah. And I had some, uh, because I haven't had it in so long. I had, uh, summer bought me this little bag of, um, beyond beef crumbles. So mm. I chopped up those uh, super fine, some crumbles, some diced red, uh, diced green chilies and some red peppers. Cooked that all up together. Had my blue corn chips, little scoops of the, you know, crumbles and all the corn chips. Had this, uh-huh. uh, this, do you know, um, the desert pepper corn salsa? It's like, it's a yeah. brand. Yeah. That one is, I don't know why I like that one so much. Had some of that and had the, uh, Cabot, uh, extra sharp shredded cheddar over the top of it. And then uh-huh. summer's friend had this, uh, gave us a jar of this homemade green chili mole sauce and kind of sprinkled that over the top. Dap, dap, dap. So good. So good. So good. So good. That sounds great, Cora. I wish I came home to that. It was, it was for, uh, for after my run today. Nachos are one of my favorite foods to make ever. And back when I was in college, man, we had, we had nacho competitions. There'd be me and my three roommates and we would all make different plates of nachos. And like mm. now you got four trays of nachos all hanging out. It was so, so we've had years. I had actually texted my buddy and I said, I went way back, way back into the experience banks to pull out these ones, you know, used all my tricks because nachos, it's really about, that sounds layering. Great. it's really about layering. Yeah. Ellie. It is. It's oh. an art. Oh. Anyways, they were so good. Nachos. Um, have you ever had bagel chip nachos? I have not, but I do love bagel chips and I do love nachos. So I occasionally like to branch out and do bagel chip nachos because bagel chips are a little bit more hearty. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so they don't like sog up the nacho, which can happen. It's all right. Sometimes, sometimes you need a knife and fork, but the bagel chips just they're very like the texture and also they're heartier. So you can like put a lot more toppings on there and you can still pick up the bagel chip to eat it and it doesn't fall over. And that's it doesn't get limp. I, I love the idea of bagel chips, but the sog is really that's where you get your layering and you get your stratification of ingredients and make sure, you know, that's that's how you can fix some of that. But I love the idea. Agreed. Of bagel, I Agreed. love the idea of bagel chips. I love the idea of breakfast nachos on bagel chips. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. That might be next week. Hot that day. might be the first thing I make in my new apartment. Cause we don't have a <laughs> microwave. We don't have a microwave. So I'm like kind of out of cooking options. <laughs> oh no. I know. Um, my one cool food segment of the week. This is, I, it's really quick. 
people all need to try the Ben and Jerry's Netflix and chilled ice cream because damn, so good. So Ugh. I did. I did. I had one yesterday. Isn't it good? I had one so yesterday. Good. I was expecting there to actually be pretzel pieces in there. There were not pretzel it's pieces. It's like pretzel cookie dough. It's so good. Yeah. It's oh, like, I loved it. It's like they put the salt from the pretzels in there, but there were, yeah. no, there were no pretzels. It says pretzel swirl, technically, but I thought it was like pretzel cookie dough, and I was like, I'm for it. Like, I liked it. I thought it was great. I thought it was very good, but I'm um, I'm a fan. When I eat a Ben & Jerry's, I'm a fan of stuff in there for the most okay. part, and it didn't feel like there was any stuff. The flavor was really good, but I could have used okay. I could have used some pretzel pretzel pieces maybe. I don't know. I don't There's know if I wanted pretzel pieces or not, but I was expecting them, and they weren't there. But it was super good. Yeah. I say There's another was. one called um, Chip Happens. Yep. And that's got potato chips. And I, I'll try that one next. It but, has chocolate. Uh, they're chocolate-covered potato chips, aren't they? I don't know. I think they are. I think they're chocolate-covered potato chips. Well, I will let you know when I have yeah. it this week. So, by the way, I had the – I don't know which one you had, but I, I um, have the non-dairy Ben & Jerry's. I want reg. Yeah, yeah, I do the non-dairy Ben and Jerry's. It's um the almond milk ones are just so good, and my favorite one. I mean, yeah, they're all good. I just saw the one. regular, and I was like, <laughs> PB and cookies, non-dairy, mm-hmm. non-dairy PB and cookies is the best Ben and Jerry's ice cream that they are making today. Have you had the seven layer bar? I have. I have coconut is. Uh, I like coconut is a controversial ice cream ingredient. Yeah, I like it in that. Uh, uh, I I also like see. I like salt. I think that's why this Netflix and chilled with the salted pretzel. It was I like good. It. That's the part that was my favorite, and it seemed like that was all on the outside. So I kept going to the outside to get the little salt, like a margarita almost. Um, oh. <laughs> but but yeah, fight me. PB and cookies, non dairy. Good, ooh, good. Ooh, so good. <sighs> all right. Are we going to put a bow on it? Wrap it up. Yep. All right. You can find us at hamstrings and heartstrings on Instagram. You can find Chris at running inside out on Instagram. You can find me at gazelle on Instagram and Twitter. And our one task for everybody today is register to vote and find out if you are registered to vote. And if you're not register to vote, that's important. And that's a wrap.